0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks.
1: G'day, Mike Hussie here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP 01005.
1: Well, Trevor Carlin hey uh, mate long time no see uh, it's been a while since we've had a chat but I appreciate you uh, giving some time this morning uh, your time uh, before you head off up to Silverstone to check out on uh, one of the categories that uh, you look after you're off to Silverstone
0: I, I am a, yeah yeah it's a, it's it's good for me it's just over an hour's drive so I can you know sleep in my own bed and uh, cru- cruise on up um, yeah, the weather looking dry today it was pouring down with rain yesterday so uh, um yeah hopefully the guys will get a dry day so it's, it's on the full grand prix circuit which is pretty
1: cool for the youngsters so yeah they love it they love it uh yeah that would be, be pretty special for for those bo- uh, boys and girls i'm sure hey yeah uh, what uh carlin at the moment what uh what categories are you involved in We've, we're going to talk a little bit in a minute about um uh a couple of specific to us kiwis but uh give us an overview um how much uh work you're doing and how many cars you're running at the moment
0: yeah I mean we we, we've had a bit of a uh, a bit of a consolidation this year actually I I, I know it's going to sound a bit weird but we're so we're just doing British F4 um, British F3 which is now called GB3 because the FIA refused to let us use the uh, F3 title for some random reason Um, we're doing a FIA F3 which is on the Formula One support grid um and then we're doing formula two of course at the the top end uh we were doing uh we've been doing indycar for the last four years um which was you know a great a great challenge and was was, was very interesting and was, it was fantastic to say we've done it but at, at the end of the day we, we, we you know we didn't have the funding to to take on the big guns um and you know we, we at carlin you know we we love the sport and we love racing but we also We like to have a chance to be competitive and and get the odd podium and the odd win and to 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 keep turning up knowing you're you know you're fighting for you know a good day's p9 um um, know, we were losing money and weren't winning so we we decided to cut our losses it was a great journey we did the indy 500 you know three times um so it's nice thing to have on the cv but it's uh you know um, we're just going to come back here to europe and consolidate so yeah so f4 british f3 f3 and f2 that that's our lineup
1: just quickly get your opinion. I mean, um, we've, uh, us Kiwis, obviously pretty well focused on uh, IndyCar at the moment um, with what's going on over there, Scott McLaughlin turning up. Um, just, uh, and you've been in the world of the sport for so long, you've been around, you've seen so much Formula One, you've been involved in, in just the copious different uh, categories. What's your What's your thoughts about IndyCar as it sits at the moment and and where it's going in the in the future of that and how it's actually become come back to be so strong like it was back in the in the '90s, and what its future you reckon is?
0: Well, I mean, it's it's a phenomenal championship. Um, it's um, yeah, you know, it's really at it, the end of day, it's a drivers' championship. The teams are are important because they because the drivers are um, the core part of it. The cars are so equal, so the the teams are chasing the last couple of tenths in the car and the setup. Um, and it's then the down of the driver to make that last bit of difference to, to run it at the front now what what scott's done um is uh, it, it to, to my mind is mind blowing um you know to come from a you know a v8 supercar driver and of course he he dominated in that so that's one thing um but you know Roger Penske and Tim Zollrick obviously saw something special when he was driving the the v8 um, and, and decided to give him a chance in an Indy car. And, um, I don't think people realize the difference in the, in the yeah. car. You do, you, you're a race driver, but, um, the, the difference in the style of driving and preparation is, is staggering. So, so, you, you know, now to sitting where we are today to see what he did last year. He, you know, he, he had a good year, a good solid year. He was steady, he was, he was under the radar, no big issues, no big mistakes, a couple of decent results and so now it's very obvious he was last year was his it was learning year um penske weren't on top of it i don't think chevy were on top of it last year but yep. now chevy have obviously up their game um scott is ready and i mean wow he, you know he dominated the first race and he, he so nearly won the second <laughs> race and, and and that's on an oval i mean it, it's it's quite quite staggering and uh um yeah, you, know, you know, I don't, I don't know Scott. I've never met him. You see, so you know, it's difficult. all I, all I can see from the outside and knowing how difficult IndyCar is, it's, uh, um, it's amazing and the health of IndyCar. I mean, it's massive investment at the moment. I mean, Penske are throwing everything at it. Ganassi, obviously, then go tit for tat because that's a big rivalry. Um, you have got McLaren have dived in there, spent an absolute fortune, um, not not really, you know, getting the results currently. So it's it's a it's an arms race um indy car at the minute and, and that's another reason why we stepped out of it but yeah the, the level is, is is pretty damn competitive i have to say
1: well, you know of anybody um, you know what it takes to be to run at the front of any very very competitive championship um you've seen it all you've you've worked with uh just an incredible array of drivers and i suppose what i'm getting to i i, I know obviously know scott and i know uh what what he's done to achieve what he's achieved and it comes down to work ethic and putting the effort and um uh, just being so committed who, who's who's probably fits that that sort of mold uh come, who comes to the top of your, your mind there as far as someone that just that just did every possible thing they could to to be the best
0: Uh, it's difficult to pinpoint, you know, any, any any particular driver, really. I mean, they're all every, every, you know, you know, there's every driver slightly different and they all come from Mm. different backgrounds. Um, there is, you know, there, there is a case for, um, you you tend to see the guys that come from a, you know, not not from a wealthy background, um, tend to have to work uh, you know they're 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 totally dependent to, to keep their career going. To you know for dad to keep beg stealing and borrowing and trying to find that last bit of money to keep them in a the car. So so their motivation is is right up there. But then of course you know there are there are some of the the, the wealthy drivers that you know are just really really good. Um, and then they use their added benefit of extra mileage and things to yeah. you know to, to achieve the goals. It's actually a, a good. A good analogy, in a way, is is, is George Russell and Lando Norris. They're um, yep. both from the same um, generation, and, and you know, and, and George's family aren't poor. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, um, but George, um, you know, he didn't have the funding to get to, to get to F two. So, but Mercedes said to him, "If you win F three, um, or GP three as it was then, uh, we'll put you in F two. And if you win F two, we'll put you in F one." Um, so he went out and and delivered. Whereas you know, with Lando, Lando was obviously a talent when he was 10 years old um, and his dad realized that. And they, and the dad said, well, we're going to turn this into a career for you. So you're going to have to work five days a week to be a racing driver. I said, I don't mind paying for it, um, so, but you have to work. So the kid was either driving a cart or a car or on a simulator or doing fitness training. And sometimes it was six days a week, you know, because he'd go racing. So he had to work so hard, but he, was, he, he had the natural ability um to deliver as well. So they're both from slightly different backgrounds. Um mm-hmm. and they've both made it to to the pinnacle. So, you know, as I say so they're all all slightly different. Um, but you, you know, really now, a bit a bit like I just said about IndyCar, um, the level of drivers is getting higher. I think with yeah. Formula One now, um the the level has has taken a step. Um and and really it's it's um it's going to be. You're really going to have to get in on merit soon. The you know the, the sponsorship deals that have helped some drivers get in, but are probably aren't going to quite hack it anymore, because um, yep. the teams because of the cost cap, the teams are going to have that they've got the money to run the cars now,
1: so they
0: they, they, and the commercial yeah. side of the, 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 yeah, so they they can start to choose and, and you know and the way they're going to get more money is by getting prize money, which is, means having the best drivers. So it, it's. Yeah. Yeah, I see IndyCar and F1 really becoming a meritocracy, which is what they should be. They're the pinnacle of the sport. Um, yeah. and, the, and we should have the best of the best in those categories. So it's, it's great for us, the fans, and, and great for me, helping bring those kids through.
1: Yeah. right. Uh, so let's move on to that. Um, you're in the business of uh, running race drivers and being successful um, in the teams that you have uh, this year. Um, you've got, uh, obviously, Liam Lawson, and uh, recently, um, sort of out of the blue a little bit, um, young Louis Sharp. Let's start with with Liam, and uh, let's uh, let's start with the weekend. How uh, I'm going to start with the negative first. How devastated were you on um, on Sunday seeing that uh, little error in the pit lane? Well,
0: I mean, I'm, to, to be honest, I'm still I'm still not over it now. Yeah. Um, because it's it you know it's it's a it's an instant race stopper um you know it it, it it's over um and and you know it's ne- it's never a good thing but it, it's worse when you you had the, the the dominant driver and the dominant car of the weekend uh, you know we we he you know the qualifying was a bit weird I don't know if you saw it because when they had the red flags the guys that had enough fuel to run the last five minutes the track was super quick then um. So, but you know, we qualified P five, P six, whatever it was, and then and then really dominated race one. You know, super yep. smart racing, stayed out of trouble, um, and and just dominated it. And 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 you could see the signs of exactly the same thing happening on Sunday. You know, he got himself into third place. Um, he was he was saving his. T- he still had tires left. Um, you know, we still had options left. The car was that good; he wasn't pushing. But obviously, we had to cover cover out the other guys when they pitted. Um, you've, you've got to cover them in case there's a safety car. So we did the routine stop, um, and and it ju- it just went horribly wrong. You know, it's I, I feel so bad for Liam. I feel bad for the whole team. Um, the, the 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 one issue we've had, and it's not an excuse. It's something we always have to deal with, but. Um, As our drivers are transient, you know, our drivers come through us. They do F4 and F3 and F2 and then move on to F1. We have the same thing with uh, mechanics and engineers. Um, And of course, so we we have always had a bit of turnover with with the crew every winter, only a couple of guys, but, you know, we we have a a staff limitation in in Formula 2. We're only allowed a, a certain amount of guys. and. Um, only, you know, only six or eight of them work physically on the car. Um, so when you lose two people, it's normally one of them. So I had, a, I had a new, a new front Jack guy, um, who did a brilliant job in the first round, um, and you know, his, his, his works excellent, but of course yeah. he hadn't, he hasn't done it hundreds of times. So he, you know, he saw the guy come off with the gun, yeah. um, but he was, coming, he was coming off with the gun because the nut was crossed. He was going to pick the spare gun up. Um, he, saw, he saw him come off with the gun and just assumed it's all. we've got these super trick, quick release front jacks, which are great when yeah. it all goes well. But, but of course, when you pull the trigger on the jack, the car's on the deck and, it, and the, 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 the car's going, the, you know, he really, the front jack man controls the stop. Uh, he yeah. thought that the, the, the nut was on. He dropped the car, and, and off it went without a wheel nut on it. it wasn't even there, um, yeah. and you know, um, yeah, it, 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 it's soul destroying because you know you do all this practice, and then just a, it's one it's one pull of a trigger, and your race is ruined. So you know we we've got a um, it, it, you've got to balance speed with reliability. Uh, you know, on the flip side, in in Bahrain in 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 the, in the race. Liam's stop was the fastest of the whole field, so you know. Um, and of course, then in Saudi Arabia it was the slowest of the whole field, basically. Um, so you know, we've got to we've got to temper that. We've just got to you know, we've got to add a couple of seconds to the stop, um, and then rely on you know Liam to to do the business, and he would have done. it. Yeah, that's the thing. He knew. That's why gutted. He knew he had it. You know. He, had and uh, you know at least we've learned that lesson this weekend and you know we'll make sure it doesn't happen again so yeah so yeah. that's yeah yeah thanks for bringing it up
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i uh i i didn't i knew you wouldn't uh be uh, very happy about it but this this stuff does happen and, and it's a great explanation and understanding um that you've just given us about it um you know uh and i'm On the weekend and in in, uh, Bahrain as well. I mean, his patience and his ability to read, um, obviously, very good management and control as well with uh, those on the pit wall. But um, his patience and calmness has just become just so obvious, and it's impressive. Now, tell me, when did you first take notice of Liam? And uh, and how you know trying to uh, put in words, you know how do you see him as a race car driver compared to those that you've seen and and how how good is is
0: he well i mean i, I can't quite remember the years but i mean i i first uh, remember uh, liam from when he was doing trs um yep. in new zealand um and uh, you know i used to well, i still do i have lots of baths with uh, you know on messages with murray taylor um and you know we we were messaging about Liam and Liam's you know Murray's giving Liam the big hard sell um you know <laughs> trying to push him and uh so so I was, I was I was fully aware of of Liam from back in those days and then of course Liam came over and did the uh um he, he did some stuff with he did it F3 and Euro formula um with with Red Bull um and his teammate was Yuki Sonoda. um and pretty much every time I watched uh, um, a Euro Formula race. Um, there was Yuki and Liam, teammates, going hell for leather, bashing each other off the road, and, uh, and either winning or crashing, and having a lot of fun, to be honest. So, and so that that really got my excitement going for for Yuki and Liam. Um, the, the the following year, Helmut decided to uh, uh, to put Yuki straight into F2. Um, and Helmut asked me if I would be like to run Yuki, and I said absolutely yes. I love the way he raced. Um, he decided that year to keep Liam in F three. Um, I think he, d- he didn't have the budget for two F two you know, two cars. Yep. Um, and and then of course uh, I I didn't get the offer the the chance of having Liam uh, for twenty twenty one um yep. uh, because another team had gone out there and, and done a really cheap price and helmets you know even though they've got all the money in the world they do go for the cheap deal sometimes <laughs> um so so i didn't even get i didn't even get a look in for liam which which is a shame but obviously they being then at the race weekends i saw him racing um and you know and, and that was what a, a, a attracted me even more to him his race craft and his race skill as you say his spatial awareness and his patience uh not always his patience because he had a couple of little exciting mm. moments last year. Um, but, but, you know, he, he was tough. Um, and, 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 you know, we, I've, i you know, been around a long time and I love motor racing and I, and I like someone that puts their elbows out, someone that's fair, um, but it really charges. And so I was really attracted to Liam and, and when, you know, I was starting to look at, our we, we were quite a lot, we were quite big demand at the end of 21 for our seats. Um, and top, top of my list was Liam. Um, and Helmut asked me for a budget and I gave him a budget and he said he couldn't afford it. Um, and I said, well, that's, i am not, I can't, I cannot do it any cheaper. It's, you know, I've got people that will pay a lot, lot more, this is my bottom line. Um, and I, and I held out and, and, but as it, as it happens, um, Liam wanted to drive for us. Um, and he, he had pretty much said to Helmut, I'm only want to drive for Carlin. I can't drive for Carlin, I'll go and do GTs or something, Um, which was a pretty, you know, pretty good thing, you know, bless him. Um, And, and thanks to, you know, thanks to Red Bull. And, and then, you know, there's a, there's a huge bunch of guys in New Zealand and, and and Mr. David Dicker from Rodin, Um, they, they stepped up and found some more budget and and we managed to get to the right price point and, and and the rest is history. So I'm, I'm over the moon. He was my number one draft. Um, and and we got him and, and I, and I hopefully, you know, that, that's why the pressure, that's why the pit stop such a disaster because we could have had a, we could have been stretching our legs already. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, I, I I wanted Liam in the car. He was my, you know, my first pick and he's doing everything I wanted. There's still a few areas we can help him with, um, but that's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant because he, because he's not at his full potential yet. There's still a little bit more. Um, and if we unlock that for him wow he's going to be he's going to be
1: hard to beat what's the uh what's the pit lane pit lane that you know, that european or the f1 f2 what's the pit lane vibe i mean there's a lot of very very talented young drivers um it's just obvious watching the racing but um you know there must be a pretty good uh sort of chat around around him
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah everyone's everyone sees um you know he's he's one of the favorites there's there'sttopulaire the, the the French driver the young very young French driver he he he's 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 very fast um, and Yuri vips who's a bit more experienced now but you know they they're, they're the three that are the main guys in, in this hunt and, and I would say from what Liam's done so far um you know people will be looking at him to be you know the, the favorite I would say
1: absolutely yeah very good uh, yeah we, we we love watching him he's, he's um you know he's really starting to build a uh, a lot of recognition in this part of the world and, and obviously that comes with success but uh we, we're so excited about that relationship that uh, you've got with him now moving into a, a different end of the scale there uh young louis sharp who's uh rocked on over there i think has he turned 16 or oh, no, 16 yet to be able to do his first round or is that coming up mate, he's 14. Oh 14 turn fifteen, I mean. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, he 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 does he doesn't turn fifteen until May. Um oh, so man. he he misses round he, he, he'll miss round one uh, but he'll be ready for round two. Now um we we've we managed to get in dispensation to, to test. <clears throat> Um, yeah. so he's been, he's been out testing. We've done, I think we've done five of the, the circuits now. Um, but you know, it's, it's the, the deal happened so late and there's been a, a massive, because we've got brand new F4 cars this year. Um, there, there's been a shortage of supply. Um, so we, we only got, uh, Louis's new car, um, Tuesday morning this week. Um, so <laughs> the guys worked all, all night last night. Um, building it up we're hoping to give it a shakedown on friday um ready for ready for a test next week but it's it's been fine because he's been driving the old miguel car um, We we turned the power up a little bit to to get it more similar in performance to the new car and and to be fair he's been, he's been doing a mega job um he i mean he he landed in new zealand on you know on a saturday um he came to the factory on the sunday for a seat fit and to meet us and go on the sim <laughs> And he was, he was on track, um, on the Monday. So, you know, he was, and he, he was cool as you like it, you know, he got over the jet lag quick. I'm not sure his dad did. Um, yeah. His poor old dad, you know, he's, uh, uh, he, he's got the jet lag and then he's got to sit around all day, you know, getting bored. But, uh, he was, he, he just turned up, he fitted in. He's, he's, he's a, he's a lovely kid. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to say, um, he's quick. Cause we, yeah. we, we've got, we've got two, he's got two really good teammates who've done a ton of testing this year already. <coughs> um, and we, we went to, uh, we went to Knock Hill last week in Scotland, you know, miles <laughs> away. And, and we actually, we, we actually, we actually used, um, the old cars for that test cause it's, it's a real car killer and the engines, yep. and it was only to learn the circuit. So we had all, all three drivers <coughs> in the old cars. Um, and, um, Louis was, he ended up P2 out of our three, but it was like a 10th a of P1 and that's against a guy that's raced at that track. So already he's picked it up. He's had, he's had no incidents. He's had no crashes. He had one little run through the gravel, um, you know, and that's after eight days of running and in bad weather, narrow British circuit. So, you know, the, the signs are really good. Obviously we're not getting excited yet because there's a long way to go. He's got a long journey to go, but um first signs are really really encouraging and uh, I, I, i'm chuffed to bits i've got a brilliant i've got a brilliant lineup i really have
1: yeah listen i mean he's um he's gone a long way in a very short period of time and uh, we've seen him grow up from uh, when he was uh, six and seven years old racing karts and you know he's um he's growing but not that quickly but um his again the, the cool calmness and the his ability to, to just you know sponge everything and actually put it you know Put it where it all needs to be at his young age is, is quite phenomenal. So I mean we're super excited about uh, how he's going to go too. So I mean you've got a, you've got an amazing amazing season ahead. Um, it must be sometimes pretty bloody stressful, mate.
0: You, you know what the, the, the most stressful bit is is getting the lineup finalised. Um, so you know to to get to get good drivers in all your categories that's the stressful part uh, once you've done that all of a sudden because you've got good drivers and you've got a good team, then the results come, and of course it's not stressful it's stressful when yeah. you're losing um that that's that, you know that it's it, it's yeah. if if you're winning or if, you, if you're competitive, nothing's stressful it's fun you can work all night it doesn't matter if you're competitive um so um it, it, it's when when you're not getting the results. It's stressful so you know we don't we don't mind we, we, we're, we're loving it when we've got fast drivers um, then we're very very happy and we and we've managed that um, in, in 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 all four championships F, uh, the F 3 things a tough gig for us we've really struggled yep. the last few years for whatever reason but we've got one very very fast driver in that um, who's a rookie um, Zach O'Sullivan. So we're hoping he'll do good things for us. We're not expecting to, to win the championship, but if we can get some podiums and things and we'll start a building process with him. So that, so then that with F4, British F3, we're strong. Um, and F2, obviously, we're, we're looking really good. So, it yeah, the, um, the stress is off for a moment.